Chris Rankin. Rankin. How do I say pronounce the last name properly? Rankin. Rankin. Okay. Chris Rankin with us from Isawa Wind of the Cash Days this weekend. Yeah, super cool dude. Um, we got Chris Lane with uh, Stripper Glitter with us here this weekend down at Dig or Die. He's already down there already. Uh, we have Happy with us from uh, the Cash Days event, guys. He's the organizer of the, uh, the event we had. Um, we have Alan with us as well. You all saw his uh, Tesla down there and his wind down there. So we have him join in with us. So you guys, please uh, throw your questions on the side over there. Ask questions away for everybody. Let's have a little fun today. Uh, Boost 12 will be joining into us when he gets home. He's on the way right now. Um, so he's, he's still driving. But uh, so we're going to get started. We have our co-host, Trent. Um, you guys all know him from uh, Anarchy Events. Uh, he's got an event on June 4th, not the 11th. I saw this good uh, poster up. And, delete uh, that graphic. I'm going to delete that graphic. <laughs> delete like, that. There we go. Gone. <laughs> so anyways, he has an event coming up on June 4th, a new track, new place on US 41. You guys definitely want to be there. Check that out. Um, notorious anarchy no prep it's gonna be one heck of an event you guys are definitely gonna to want to be there anyway so uh so let's get started and i'll try to kick it off here and uh get the ball rolling well yeah shit. <laughs> i didn't know that i was just here just sitting around listening to war stories all right well let's 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 do this the let's start with you happy because the, your, your race has been the topic of conversation uh in the local circles this week and I, I know we already talked about it a little bit on Tuesday, and I know you talked with Limpy about it. You're probably sick of talking about it, but we're going to keep talking about it. Um, let's see. Oh, I'm getting should heckled. I, should I, should I, let me play the video. Let me play the little short intro to the video. Yeah, just in case nobody knows what happened. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll have the discussion after the video clip, and everybody's trying to come online anyway, so we'll play it again later. But uh, you know, so this is only the intro only. So that's the event. That's the uh, that's just a few of the rounds. A little bit. We'll play a little more clips. A little bit, but having a little bit of fun there. Remind I don't, me of fun editing. I don't know how many times you guys have seen that. I think you know Brian showed it to me a couple times before he aired it. I must have seen that thing twenty times now, and it still makes me laugh. And it's still <laughs> sketchy as shit. That pencil wagon. I swear to.
Yeah, that exactly. <laughs> I, I I swear to God, it looks like he's driving on an ice rink. That's what and everybody talked about that Pinto, like when they yeah. were talking about videos. Well, I don't yeah, know if it's because Carrera, though, that was wild. That was a ride. yeah. That one, I don't remember <laughs> seeing him do that like Drift King sideswipe the cone in the sick. last video. I don't know if you added that, Brian, or but it's. It maybe the Pinto wagon is so noticeable because it's a Pinto wagon. Like, how often do you see that? You know, you got a lot of guys that are doing Malibu wagons and stuff like that. But I mean, a Pinto, like, it's just not something you see, let alone a wagon. So, well, and how often do you see a car just do a donut out in the middle of the track like that too? I don't think that's ever been done. No, not and the only time. There's one time I've seen that happen. If you guys have ever been on an actual prepped rubber top racetrack. And it rains. Oh yeah, there yeah. it's terrible when it rains. It's like like that's exactly what it was like. I was saying, that's that what it looked like. Terrible. Yeah. And I told that's... guys the other day when we were doing one of the video, one of the uh, podcasts that uh, the other one, the only other race that I can compare it to is when I raced the Cottonwood race with uh, JJ Ondrop years ago, and it was rain on the shutdown, and the whole like last 40, 20 to forty foot of the six sixty was wet, and the whole shutdown was wet like ice. So you're wow. driving through the wood, through the stripe you know, wet and you're like worried you're sideways, you were crashing. And yeah. uh, that race there was just like it, but unfortunately you were leaving after 60 foot and everything from that point was like that. <laughs> wow. Oh, hi, Freddie. Welcome to the show. And no, I, I, this is a PG-13 show. No, no, no breast. No, we're going to be nice. This is Jeff Thomas has joined in on us. Can you hear? Uh... Yeah, I can hear Okay. Are you in a Cracker right Barrel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of my no, gray hairs just stood on end when you said that. Like Cracker Barrel. Right? <laughs> hey, uh, well, I used to pick a good restaurant, so I, that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with the Cracker Barrel. There, not there's not. But if you've ever seen South Park, they did an episode where they locked the Cracker Barrel and killed all the old people in town banging on the doors. Yes. They just star- they'd starved to death and die. Yes. Uh, that is hilarious. So Jeff's I have a question. Mustang. Jeff's got the blue Mustang, right? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, right on. Good deal. Um, I have a question for Alan. Are you actually driving the Tesla that you raced? Oh, no, definitely not. We're, uh, we left <laughs> oh, okay. that at home this weekend. If, uh, if they'd have let all-wheel drive in there, maybe. But, uh, no, it just got the truck and trailer and... Uh, <laughs> Got the uh, small tire Camaro. We're racing it in the uh, street class this weekend. Okay. Yeah, he has a black, uh, what, six gen, I think, right? Yeah, black F body. Yep. Oh. oh, he's on his way down. Chris is already there, ready, so. Yep. I've already Chris been to chi- the track. Chris is chilling in the hotel. Hey, he's yeah. a smart guy. He got there early. <laughs> That's so fun. You gotta roll in with like no sleep, like you're just dead. No, oh. you can't do that. He's at the like hand <laughs> No way. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how I feel about this angle of Chris. To be honest with you, it makes you me a little like uncomfortable. <laughs> no, because I feel like I'm like resting on your stomach. <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of a weird angle. I'm not gonna lie. Boop boop. There we go. We'll do the. Uh, yeah right. <laughs> Doink, doink, doink. I'm just yeah, laying here like all like got pose going. Just like, gonna oh, hey, take scratch the top of Jeff's head over here. Oh boy, <laughs> guys are goofy. Hey Chris, yes. Are, are we gonna be able to? We gonna be able to drop the trailer when we get in about midnight? 
Um, I don't know how long they were leaving the track open, uh, to be honest with you. Um, they originally okay. said they were going to open it at noon today, and they didn't open it till like, 4 o'clock. So. <laughs> so, I don't know. All right. Hey, hey. I, get out of I know well, there's going to be people there. there. First, and then if not, yeah, yeah, I know there's going to be people there. Because they're uh, they're watching down like towards the starting line to make sure nobody goes there and makes any test hits. So I don't know how long they're going to stay at the gate. I need a quick DQ. All righty. Well, I'll play. Uh, I'll play a clip since Jeff's on here. I didn't see the the intro clip. I'll play it one more time. And now we got my people online now. So I'll give me just a second here, and then we'll uh, get rolling here. We have uh, Patrick on here from Cars and Chaos. He's a new uh, channel partner with us, and uh, we're, we're doing the media for his event coming up. I'll show you guys uh, Cars and Chaos at Katie Dragway. It's always a fun place. If you guys look at the hill or the mountain in the background over there in the this, picture in the bottom. The, the launch ramp. <laughs> yeah, and the roller coaster now. I always, always hear people complain about how low front end, low cars in the front, they scrape real bad. If you don't have a car that's high in the front, you got to watch out. I never ran there, though, but I've always wanted to run there. I imagine it, 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 it'll probably just kind of sort itself out. It'll just kind of file it down a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of cars. It wasn't really that bad. Like a lot of people were saying, it was a little bit of a dip over there, but. Um, Wilkesboro yes. doesn't look that bad. Wilkesboro, we scrape when we go down the end. Each time we hit, it's kind of bump. As long as you're keeping the gas at KD, you usually are fine. If you leave out of the gas as soon as you cross the finish, you got a low car, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's I, I have been seeing. Um, Billy was talking about that in one of his shows a while back, and he said that, you know, the trick to getting up that hill without hitting nothing is to, you know, hit the hill and then get out of the gas, that sort of yeah. thing. Yep. So, which made sense looking at it because it looks hey, pretty I, I raced in sketchy places and KD is top two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so what's the top one, Jeff? What's, 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 what's the number one? What's the number one? Probably last Saturday. <laughs> 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 I mean, I raced on Saturday, Kentucky where 
I think Happy was there. Remember that one night, Happy, where the flagger, the flashlight guy was in the ditch on the left because it was so narrow. Oh, hell yeah. You know, I mean, stuff like that's sketchy, but uh, KD is, the thing that's sketchy about it is, I mean, we were in the fours over there. Oh, and shit. That's, that's like a motocross surf. track, not to mention yeah. the hill. Oh, and then shit. what's even crazier is, it's not easy to stop on that hill, like you would think, if you're hey, going that fast. I mean, yeah. you know, Pong, uh, Pong got me there, photo finished, and uh, he couldn't stop without a parachute at KD. That gives you an idea, you know. I mean, of course, he's going 157 mile an hour, right? But you know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, but I was told they were like, you got to hold it to the wood through the stripe up the hill, but then it's not a lot of shutdown. So it's just, yeah, you're not going how fast you're going to go. It's like a motocross track up there, dude. You know, it's hard to stop when your wheels aren't on the ground. Here, I'll play a clip. Uh, we just did an event over there we filmed. I'll play for you guys here. Give me a second. Let me um, share the screen with you guys. Waiting patiently as Jeff devours his cup of joe over there. It's all gone now, unfortunately. Is it just coffee or is it something fun? Just coffee. I'm driving. Oh. Yeah, I heard that Midnight Madness was a really good show, too. Like, from this angle, it looks really sketchy. Like, it's an like, interesting track. It looks like like a primitive SpaceX launch ramp, you know? Like, you need to see the in-car through, through the finish to see what it's like on up the hill. Yeah, I had some... Uh, this is a quick highlight one of it, but it was interesting. The transition's not that bad. Yeah, what is ProStock asking about? I can't see because uh, their logo's in the way. There it is. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, with Dig or Die, is this stock frame rail, firewall back? Do you guys know? Yeah, it's stock frame rail, firewall back. I think uh, pretty much is the guideline. The relic doesn't fit the rules. We we won that cash days. We won that Dig or Die like three years ago, and then they made the rules to keep us out. People were pissed off that we had traction control down there back then. I'm like, come on, man, they make this shit while we sleep. You guys can have it too. I'll be mad if you all brought a knife to a gunfight. It was like a 150000 dollars pot back then, and it was like, people want to travel for that kind of money, man. It's funny how that works, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, looking, looking forward to Dick or Die. It's going to be a good event. Unfortunately, I can't make it because I had a death in the family, but um, we have a bunch of media partners that are uh, doing coverage um, along with us, and we have. Uh, Pennywise Racing is going to have their live feed. Uh, we're yeah. partner, partnering with them. Um, also with uh, <clears throat> Willie Sheffield and Stage Lane Productions. Um, he's doing some coverage for us as well. And Kathleen Ward with KD Photography. She's doing some coverage. And also Dylan, too. So got lots of uh, coverage for the guys. You know, I'm not there filming, which I wish I was. But... Um, all of them are doing some great coverage for us and just very thankful to partner with all them and, and work with them. And I'm thankful for my media friends for really uh, helping out my situation. So, yeah, they're good dudes down there. Eric, Danielle, Zinford, all those guys. They got, they really put a good, good thing together with just not a lot of knowledge a few years back. And it's really hit, hit home with everybody in the no prep world. But I tried calling them to see if they had a spot available earlier this week. And Eric said there wasn't anything available. So I want to get my other car and let my son run it. Probably be badass for him to go out there and maybe 
try and get get after that W, but it didn't happen. Maybe next time. I was going to ask you, I know you were talking about your son driving at one point. What do you get more enjoyment out of, driving the car or tuning it, watching your son go? Because as Man, a father, you know, I, I don't know what I would enjoy more, honestly. It's, um, so I'm, I'm like any really competitive person. Like I can't, there's, I'm, every bone in my body is competitive from when I walk out the door, who can walk to the car the fastest and get in the car the fastest when we're going to dinner. I mean, it's so I like winning and I like racing and I love the W. The money's a bonus, but the W is more important. When I'm riding, when I'm riding as a tuner and I'm watching my kids go round, it is fucking unbelievable, man. Yeah. My, my, my two older, my oldest boy who's 18, he's a hell of a driver too, but he's been big in MX and girls. So all he cares about is dirt bike <laughs> and booty right now. So I get it. When I was his age, all I cared about was that too. So we got him a car two weeks ago, and we actually smashed one of some last time. We got him a Vegas. So I'm, he's interested now, and he's already drove the car. And they both got a junior street license in my small tire car like three years ago. So they were way familiar with going fast. And, um, but it is exciting. I, I don't know how to answer that. So I have just as much enjoyment with him winning as mm-hmm. I do me winning with that. Oh, that's, that's fair. Awesome. Yeah, man. I, I was just I was I'd curious because be I, I've seen several instances of father son teams where, um, you know, the fathers step back from the actual you know driving and they start coaching their kids and whatnot. And I mean, we're daughters too, for that matter. It's not just a yeah. boy thing, of course. The girls so. are really good too, man. Because they react. Dude, the, the girls really. are brutal on the light. Brutal, bro. They're just brutal. They've always been that way. When I was a kid, uh, my father was a stock eliminator guy, which I mean, by today's standards, is crawling, but. You know, the, his buddy they used to race with, his wife drove the car, and she treated my dad literally every time they raced. So Every single time. It's just So just that is valid because my son is the only person that I've ever been involved with in drag racing that I could say that I've been one-on-one teaching. Mm-hmm. And he started out junior dragster racing, so he went from cutting 30 ball, 300 bulbs to oh, 30 bulbs and okay. or better. So now, like his worst ball might be a 20 or a 30. And yeah. me, I went to the track when I was younger to test my streetcar to try and tune and get it to go faster so we can go out and actually make the car run well. Back then, there was, wasn't very many people with dynos. So the only place you could test your car was at the track. So they were turbo cars. Back then, we didn't have two steps. So the light would be green. <laughs> we're still spooling up. You know, the we didn't care about the light because our time didn't start till we moved. It's like so, it's like the old Buicks that took like a half an hour to smoke. <laughs> we didn't give a shit about cutting the light. The so I feel like if you could teach your kids to index or bracket race and go out yeah. there and learn how to really cut a light or any racer, the better no preppers are going to be that somebody that can cut cut a tree down. Anybody yeah. that can really cut a tree down is going to always be really good at uh, no prepping off the flashlight or instant green. One, especially, you know, it. a lot of guys that are used to cutting, you know, deep into the zeros, you know, 010s, 015s, yeah. uh, they go into an instant green or flashlight situation, and it's it's a learning curve because that's where you hear, like, now the popular story is, like, with the stupid TV shows about, you know, they jumped the light, and now they're all salty about it. Yeah, which is ridiculous. You know, it, it is. It's all part of the game. It is. And I, I actually was thinking, I'd like to hear your guys' opinion on this. You know, when I went to an instant green format, I've always kept my logs from the events to see 
how the event ran. It's just kind of like my data sheet of the, of the whole program. And I noticed an interesting trend is that we went to an instant light. You didn't get a lot of guys cutting anything under a 400. Yeah. And, you know, and I know that it takes time for your eye to see it, your brain to process all that other shit. And, you know, pretty much anything under like a 380 is pretty much considered a guess at that point, sometimes 350. But it makes me wonder if Wally Parks was a little smarter than everybody thought he was when they came up with a 400 tree, because it seems to line up with the physiological <clears throat> reaction time when yeah, you're looking at an instant sense. light. So, but it's, you know, obviously when you've got four second cars in an eighth mile race, you know, if you get a 400 head start on someone, that's like game over. You might as well just pack it up. So as far as the NPK stuff goes, if you guys don't mind me explaining my opinion, sure. the, the uh, you know, I hear this a lot. People call me up and ask me about it and talk to me and ask my, my opinion. And, and to be honest with you, here's the way I, I say, if somebody's going to go up to the light and you both have the opportunity to either kill the tree the best you can or guess to the light, you're both gambling with your odds. If you want, you're, if whoever jumps is gambling with your odd or, or, or guesses the light. If you can't get pissed, if somebody else is willing to drive 30 hours and guess the light, and you have the same opportunity to guess the light they do, but they're willing to roll the dice, I mean, if they get lucky and they don't go red, and they make it to the stripe before you, well then hats off to them, because they just rolled the dice. I mean, they have the same opportunity in the other lane, but they just want everybody to leave fair. Well, when it comes to the, that kind of racing, it's really tough, especially your turbo car. Turbo cars, you roll in, you bump. There's no consistency on your rollout. A blower car and a nitrous car is so much more consistent with your rollout. You, sure. know, you go in, you trip the beam, you, you don't bump, you don't move. You know how much rollout you get if you leave. You know if you can leave on a delay and leave early and you got eight inches of roll, you're good. You know, if you only have three, you don't know it because you bumped. And right. depending upon the DA, um, uh, the, the, uh, the, the air pressure, the you know the barometer, all of that, um, the, the altitude depends on how that turbo car is even going to flash the converter. So that's why a lot of these guys are going blower too. They want to be able to get after it in a short. They don't need five thousand horsepower the turbo cars bring. They yeah, need well, yeah. four thousand. And and with the way the pro chart the pro charge cars are really starting to take over, um, you know, like Chris Hull just said, it's going to be all pro charge cars before long. I mean, I don't know if I go quite that far, but. You know, now they're getting the the big blowers. They got a handle on them. I mean, they really, yeah. they really they got do. something to work with. So, but I mean, it's consistency too. You know, and they got yeah, a lot sure. of big power, big torque in the beginning. They can get after it quick, and they don't need to worry about, you know, maybe having a mile an hour. They can if they can right. sixty and three thirty on the short really well. Then the back of the track is, is easier for them. So, yeah. I mean, we're building a new car. We're sticking turbo, but just because I love turbo, man, it's in my roots. I can't get away from it. That, that car, when I bought it, the one we raced, my son raced, is called Entry Level, and that was my first car. I bought it when I was 15, and it was a turbo four-cylinder, and back in, like, the mid-'90s, it was, like, it was 800 horsepower, four-cylinder turbo, and it was badass. We used to redo IDRC, and there was nobody around that could touch it. You know, it was running high nines, low tens, and that was fast back then. Yeah, it's but, real fast. And, and it was... Uh, it's just I can't get away from it. So blower stuff is noisy as all hell too. I can't go out here and run street <laughs> racing and test down the street for a mile with a blower car either. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's night, you know, and with the blower cars, now you got like, you know, street cars with zoomies and shit. Right. And, you know, which I'm not gonna lie, I love when guys with zoomies come up because you can always tell who's never been next to a car with zoomie hitters. Oh because God. their hat flies off. Yeah. Every single time. So that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Hey, you all was talking about the instant green. Has anybody come up with any electronics that can catch that instant green and let go of a break? Do you think any of that shit's been designed yet? Or are they just guessing and getting lucky? Not that I know of, but see, here's here's what I think is happening. Most places that do an instant green, they run a conventional tree cycle and just take the ambers out. Sure. So you've got, you know, you've basically got a, a window of time to kind of guess it that's fairly consistent. Randomizing it is the hardest part. And, you know, we, what we wound up doing is we would start shortening up the tree cycle and increase the stage to start. So we get a, you would get more of a, we get a smaller window for these guys to jump and not get caught. But the reality of it is, is, you know, if, if the guy rolls out on a, you know, an 030 bulb and you cut a 450, you know, he didn't red light, but, you know, he just, yeah. he came out and you were going off the green light. But to answer your question, no. But when you think about it, I mean, I'd be interested to know, and obviously you know who's going to do it, it's going to be Shannon Davis. Because he's the right. guy that comes up with the electronics that basically ruins no prep anyway. And I mean that in a joking manner. I love Shannon. He's a very talented guy and his products are amazing. But I awesome, I joked him at PRI a couple of years ago. I walked up to a booth. I'm like, Shannon, I love your products. But they ruined no prep, and I don't like you. And I walked away. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? But, um, you know, I, I would imagine it's possible. I would be curious to know, like, if you take the human reaction out of it and the mechanics of the human hand, what it would actually come out to. If you had a computer with an optical sensor that, you know, saw the green light and released the brake, I'd be interested to know what kind of light it could truly cut because I can't imagine it's going to be better than, like, a 200 just based on the car having to move, but yeah, what if you could set a delay like a delay block, like you know, like if you could accelerate it by a table in your holly, which is easy. Obviously, we all can figure out tables. A table that got me through the races past weekend. Um, you could probably figure out a way to, to harm the trans brake off that light. So, like if you know that oh, it takes. Three tenths of a second, let's just say, or three hundred of a second to move sure, the car, sure. you know, and the light, you know, the light comes on, and the, it takes that long for it to react. And maybe you could, you know, I don't know, maybe you could, maybe you think could make a way, a way to, to leave early. <laughs> I, I think, I think there's definitely a way to do it. I think the technology, like, put it like this: you guys ever seen a traffic light start flashing white? And you don't know why, and all the lights turn to green, and the ambulance is a half a mile back there. I'm yeah, quite certain the optical sensors exist that are sensitive to do it. Yeah. So, and uh, oh, Boost Twelve is finally. We lost Jeff, and we got we got Joey. Joe, <laughs> Postdoc already taking shots at him. Jesus. Uh, there you guys go. Well, here I'll play. A, I'll, I'll play a couple of clips for everybody. Um, Okay. The, uh, cash days, and we'll kind of come back to our conversation a little bit. Let's see everybody else kind of joined in here. So I got a uh, a clip of Jeff going down. Um, this is just you know I haven't done my full edits from the side cams and everything, guys. So you're just gonna get a straight back shot. So Jeff, times like you were having a little bit of fun out there a little bit too. He actually did pretty good, honestly. Should have left great. Yeah, your car is really coming around. Whatever, whatever you did, I mean, you know, it's a big change. So I'm liking it. It was all that testing in the woods. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, wait, hold on. Maybe I should play that for him. You want me to play that, Jeff, or no? Leave it alone. Uh, I don't know. It was breaking up, so I couldn't. I didn't see it, but. 
Sure, play whatever. <laughs> okay, well, here, I'll play it one more time for you, okay? You ready? Yep. Short clip for you there. <laughs> Every time I see those passes, it's like it's like slow motion, you know. It's like somebody like sped it, slowed it down to half speed. No, no, that's that's for real. It's a blistering 850 pass in the eighth. Yeah, I'll, uh, I think Jeff came back on again. I don't know if he saw that or not. Yeah, he's here. He's here. Yeah, we I got out here. You kicked me off. What were you showing? Oh, oh you're, you're, you're throwing your car going down the track at Cash Days. Looks like you're racing Tony Bumpus, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah he okay. did a little, a little wheelie there, a little bit out. Kind of hanging on to us, so did good. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll come back. I'll play, I'll play some of the War in the Woods things. You guys see his wheelies and stuff. So <laughs> he, didn't, he did not do a wheelie at War in the Woods. What are you talking about? There was nothing <laughs> weird going on there. Uh, I'll load that video up in the background here for you guys. And uh, those are some expensive wheelies right there, fellas. Ooh. Yeah, but they, yeah, but they look good. Like, think about it. It's like it's like it's like hot girls and big wheelies. I mean, they're both expensive and cause a lot of damage, but damn, they're fun to look at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just struggled the whole time with this with this factory suspension. My other cars are all ladder part. We have that figured out, but. Uh, I mean, we've just been real inconsistent with that car, to be honest. I mean, it's either stupid fast or it's a piece of shit, literally, you know? So <laughs> it's just not been consistent. But we've changed a lot, a lot of stuff. And I think we, I don't know, we'll see this again. I don't ever talk. I mean, I don't know. You never know. That thing could be really hard to beat or knock the tires off. But I think it's going to be better this week. A lot better now. Cool. Nice. Well, it looks, it looks way better than I've seen in the past at other events, so I hope they get that all figured out. This would be awesome. Are Definitely. you on your way to dig or die also, Jeff? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just uh, stopped to get something to eat. I'm just sitting in the truck now. Yeah, we're on the road. Right. Right on. Good luck, man. Thanks. Definitely. Good luck. Awesome. Here, I give uh, Boost Falls run here. We'll play that for you guys from uh, Cash Days 2 here. make it look easy i don't know what it is you can hear him it get is. on it and then just coast the rest of the way <laughs> well and you know that car the, that's that's britney's car and that car comes out so hard you know it's just it's they really got it dialed in to work on that backtrack and sketchy stuff and it, it's just like we we're talking about before every you basically you know let it eat for 100 feet and then just put it neutral let it roll and it seemed to work you know i think we're letting it eat there for about 40 feet and then 40. shutting her down. Yeah, I had my I had all my power out by point eight. Here, I'll uh, I'll play a video. Just after, just after the plastic converter, it was all out. Yeah. Oh. Here, I'll play a clip of uh, Chris's run here too.
I was on the finals there. Um, I had time to do the end cams and all that, but I'll, I'll show that on the pool. Yeah, you know, it's funny watching that because you think, you know, man, he's really being rude, hossing the gas on the guy like that. No, I don't think he was hossing the gas. I think he's just trying to get it through the freaking traps in front, you know. Yeah. It's just, and then Joe, Joey, you, you dropped out right before, but he ran a video of your your uh, your pass in the green car from last weekend. And what what was your opinion of that track? Because it looked like the car went well for about 100 feet. And then it was just... I was worried he's off the gas pedal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you hear me? Is it sound right? Yeah, yeah, you're good. I mean, you know what? The surface to me was... I don't know, it was kind of cool because how challenging it was. I just didn't care for, you know, the thought of someone else next to me ruining my equipment, you know. But the surface itself was kind of neat, you know. I mean, it took a totally different uh, kind of thinking to get down it. And I I think I had the right idea, but I just, I fucked up second round. And obviously that was that. But, um, you know, I mean, obviously none of us have ever really raced on something like that. So it was just like, you know, we all had, had what we were doing. And then like a pair goes down and we're all like, shit you know maybe it's going to take something different you know and so, yeah you know, I don't know it was different you know i i prefer to do it by myself and no one next to me but right yeah well that's i know brad's what brandon had said he was you know they were down to a nick's car and he was just of the opinion that he didn't want to risk somebody taking out his shit you know so they just focused on nick's car for that yeah um, yeah that was part of the for me the most nerve-wracking thing because i kind of like i had it in my head what i was going to do to get down it and like the first pass went really well you know and then i just i was just so nervous about someone else fucking ruining the car you know oh that sure right there with you yeah. yeah you guys have put a lot of effort into that car and uh getting it figured out you know i mean then again when you're like trying to campaign three cars that's a lot of work yeah yeah i mean something no, <laughs> ruined you know and i think you know, everybody kind of felt the same way about that. But, you know, yeah. the actual service itself was pretty, it was kind of neat because it was just something different to think about, you know. I actually, um, you know, they knocked down, the, the uh, rebuilt the Walmart in my local town here, and they knocked it down. So it's just the old Walmart, the old, uh, you know, the, like the Armstrong tile floor. So I'm thinking about having a drag race in the old Walmart on the floor to see if I can outdo happy with the you know like grease lightning floor surface I'm gonna get a zamboni out there we're gonna wax it i'm gonna have the walmart oh, freaking showdown it's be awesome oh, i mean now don't be wrong it's only about 400 feet long that's all we're gonna need right. yeah. <laughs> great for the rc cars now but hey yeah my kid yeah. drew drew for me a couple of times and he came out and he drew the all-wheel drives each time i'm like, yeah. I'm like i want you to dodge a bullet and then I sat and thought about it. I'm like, well, I guess he did because you know what? These guys have more likelihood to getting down than the other guys, so they're gonna run into us at least, maybe. So yeah. I felt like, well, maybe he did dodge a bull. It was like, all right, we might get outrun, but we're not gonna get run into. So yeah, it was definitely that. a worry the whole time for I think for everybody, but yeah, um, that was that was the biggest the biggest threat, and it, honestly, the uh, the first pass down when that. Uh, black 280 turned in behind me had i lifted had i not had already had i not already made a pass in a relic and figured out what i was going to do so i could figure out how to stay in the pedal the whole way i would have definitely have had to lift it and it could have cost me and he would have put it right into my quarter yeah so, i don't want that i mean i didn't even know until like two uh two races well the next round the following round later somebody's like you know that car crashed right behind you right and i'm like he did 
I never even seen it, so I didn't know because when I went back in my trailer and was pulling data, I was just in my game and didn't pay attention to any of the other stuff. And you, you mean you no weren't idea. looking in your you weren't looking in your mirrors? That's not defensive <laughs> driving. Supposed <laughs> <laughs> to be looking left, looking right. right. Yeah, definitely wasn't, man. Definitely wasn't looking in my mirrors and see it. But I didn't know it was that close, and I had no idea. But it it's got luck. I definitely I dodged the bull on that one. And it's for that guy. Apparently, that guy, that was a really nice old man. I heard that he yeah, was. I heard he, he was is. going to like. Hey, he was his his he was going to be in a rough one when he got home. It was his wife's car, and his yeah. best friend built it or something like that. And yeah. he yeah, buys the family it against here. racing it there. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I was going to be in hot water, man. Well, I think maybe he had a it car might for be eighteen a... years when I talked to him. He had the car since like high school. Oh, I'm man. thinking maybe it might be his ex-wife's car, but. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. That's it's uh, uh, here's here's what I will say. I know we've been talking about this thing all week, but you know, like we said on we're talking about Tuesday, we've we've had a few weeks of just like the most extreme end of the world races you can possibly imagine between the come up, which was obviously, you know, marred but still a huge money race and aside from the money issue was still a good race by everybody that went there. Um, and then you had Happy's race. Like we've just we've had the sublime and the ridiculous in a span of three weeks. And you know, I, I I I don't know where it goes from there. If you can continue to push the envelope, or if maybe we're like, all right, we found we found this barrier, we found this barrier. So now we're just gonna you know sit in the middle and be more conventional. I don't know. I think that was a one in a lifetime yeah type race. Yeah, I got the uh, footage for the Tesla too. I was gonna play real quick. We have uh, Alan on here with us, y'all. Right, you we got your own opinions, so hey, here you go. Hey, Alan, did you have a draggy in that car? I was curious about that, too. <laughs> Alan, did you have a draggy in that car? Can you hear me? Uh, he's, he's driving. He's got audio. I can hear the truck in the background. Yeah. Hey, Alan, can you hear me, bud? Yeah, can, can you hear me? Now I can yeah. hear you, yeah. Yeah, we hear yeah, you, guys, Alan. Did you have a draggy in that car? No, I wish I would have put it in. In there i left it in the camaro and uh we just we knew we weren't going to go too fast so we really didn't even we knew we wouldn't get much data from it and uh i wish yeah. we would have but i was really uh i was keeping an eye on my mile per hour uh each each round and uh first round i think i saw 93 94 mile an hour uh second round was like 97 and third round was 104 um but I wasn't getting off the line very well, so I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know what kind of time it would have been. It felt like a seven-second pass to me, but uh, I, it didn't feel super fast. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually, oh, I, Alan. I'm glad you brought that up because I was listening to something. I think from actually the Ohio show that was a couple nights ago. Um, you know, where where I come from. We don't. We didn't talk about ETs. I mean, that was like that was like forbidden. 
And I don't know if it's still forbidden, but it's kind of frowned on. But I've noticed that it seems like a lot of people are more comfortable talking about ETs in like the no prep and grudge world. And I was just curious if that's a local trend or if you guys think that's going to become commonplace. Because I'm not 100% sure how I feel about that. And Joey's like, no, I see you, dude. <laughs> We're not shaking Drake information. <laughs> you know what? To be honest with you, I don't, yeah. think, I don't give a shit. I don't personally care what people tell me. I'll tell people my times. I feel like when it comes to a new prep or back of the track surface, half these guys are always – one of the things that I've always seemed to learn in drag racing is that everybody that seems to tell you a time lies about a number or maybe two. <laughs> um, so it's like <laughs> – it's, you never know what you're hearing. So if I told somebody something, they think I'm lying. If they're telling me something, you don't know if it's true. So it's it's almost like it doesn't matter. You, you it's, if you want to give them, if you want to tell them an ET or them, you take their ET for, you know, for not for gospel, and you want to get after your tune up and chase it and blow the tires off. That's your fault. You know, like I look at my data, like with my son's car. I look at my data and I can tell what he did by just looking at the data. Like I don't need to look at the drag gear and ET. Like I've gotten that good at learning the the data so like i can tell if it can take more but you look at it and you know like you're rolling the dice if you go after it more so if somebody tells you they're on a 550 on a, a 570 surface you know they're full of shit and, and it's like when you go to the track and you're going really fast i mean i feel like it doesn't really matter either i mean everybody's gonna get down the same surface sure um if anything, What's you really allow bad? those numbers to get in your own head to make your tune-ups bad. That's your fault. Well, happy um, on your track. I think <laughs> seven fifty is really fast. That's I really went six. Fast. I went six eighty at eighty six there. You went six eight. Okay, six eighty. Yeah. At eighty six. I, I don't know how people said they went faster than that. I have a tough time believing it. Oh, that way that's ten, right? He said he had a good time. I don't know. We were at uh, we were at 70, 70, 70 to seventy one by the sixty foot. Yeah, so yeah, that back half, buddy, you really poured the coals to it on the back stretch. <laughs> oh my God, it's, it's amazing. I mean, well, it's it just it was like slow and steady won the race there. It it was definitely the most oddest thing that you've ever could have encountered in drag racing. It's not something to uh, have fun with when you're really trying to like chase paper, obviously, or go fast and feel G's and all that good stuff. But yeah. it's so exhilarating to be able to get down and feel comfortable like i felt comfortable after the first round like i didn't care i knew that we were going to be safe the whole way as long as nobody ran into us um and then when it came to splitting it was like my wife's like split i'm like why but i'm like okay well you know six green gets six to ten in a band or six foot under so we'll split with everybody that way everybody that's risking it can get a piece of the action i'm like and honestly man i'm not self you know I work for a living and I'm not like, uh, you know, wealthy by no means, but the W is more important to me than the money just about anywhere I go. Typically I like winning and I like getting data. And if I win money along, along with it, it's a bonus. Um, I don't, sometimes if I'm broke and I go chase a race, it might be for some money in the W, but normally I'm more excited about the W. And if somebody came to said and said to me, you want to split the pot, I wouldn't, I wouldn't write, but when I knew that down there, I had a really good tune-up that was working really well, I was questioning whether or not I should split, we should be splitting at all, but I was like, it's just, I felt like it was the right thing to do for karma so everybody was safe. 
I was like, I didn't want Coleman to give me the butt for everybody not being safe to the finish because we did, you know, we did race it out. Yeah, and that's, that and that's really that's really what matters because people want to see the races, they want to see the finals, and if the racers have a gentleman's agreement, like, hey, let's get this done, but you know, let's not let's not kill each other trying to win another you know thousand bucks or whatever. It's, yeah, that's definitely the way to do it. You know, people, I race against some of the leaders in the country now, and I'll tell anybody, the relic has been four twenties, one hundred seventy-eight mile an hour. It's no, it's no. Um, speaker to mine, and is that it, on the street? street? Uh, no, it's been 420s <laughs> on the street. Um, but uh, that road that we raced at when I actually met uh, Joey for the first time, those guys B12 was the most incredible fucking road that I've ever been on. I put I put a hotter tune up than I've ever ran at the track in on that street, and it still killed wheel speed for the first like hundred feet. Um, and I just heard that when I'm seeing those guys this past weekend, they tore that road up. And that was the most incredible road that I've ever had in my in my life that I've ever raced on, other than one of the road by us. But it was never never a road you go 14s on, and they were going 14s at 180 plus down there. And uh, that road was incredible. I mean, you, is that your local road, Joey? Yeah, I mean that that for a lot of years was basically like the most popular like spot to go to for sure. You talking about J Road, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, the road was fucking sick, man. It, I dude, mean, that, yeah. that road, everybody, yeah. even Street Outlaw said that was like from the fastest streets they've been on too when they were there. That was the fastest yeah. road that they had ever been on. They all said, and, I mean, Dave said and Ryan said they wish they had their 140 blowers on or 141s. They had their 136s. They said they didn't come with the right blower. Uh, Sean said he brought the wrong car because he brought OG Nova. Um, like they were all like, dude, this road is nuts. And comparison to going to something like Happy's Race to that race. I thought we were going to actually do a road that was going to be more like that J road. When I went down to Kentucky, I thought between Friday night and Saturday, we're going to be all going forwards both days, potentially. Cause I'll plan on running big tire happy's race. And dude, it was complete opposite for both events, but nonetheless, it was still fun. I had a good time. And, but um, you know, when you even like I have, a, I have a 20 car, I'm running against a lot of guys that are blown hemis. And they're 370 cars, and now on a street or a surface, it'll go from a 480 to a 530. I'll beat them every time. When we go to a no prep track, and the track is scraped for like two or 300 feet, I'll beat them every time. I have no problem because I can. I have I have less power on the table than they do, so it's a lot easier for me to tune. But I'll have to leave 50 percent of my power on the table. You know, when we're running out there, Meg Cash days, I was running 50s and 60s on that road. I had one of the fastest cars there initially, and. Um, you know, you're going to 50, 40s and 50s um, at 165 to 170 mile an hour is really fast on any kind of road that really doesn't have any time or time on it or any kind of rubber on it. But we would go 50s and 60s on pretty much a bare road. Like when I raced from Rio last year out there in um, Wyoming, I went a 490, like 154 right off the trailer, first pass. We were the first two pairs down the road. The show didn't show it that way, but we were the first two pairs down the road. And um, to be able to go that fast off the trailer on concrete is – is, is blast, you know, yeah. um, but I feel like the, I feel honestly, I feel like a small block turbo, any kind of small block boosted car, even a nice car that's a high teen to low 30 car can dominate across the board from small tire to big tire. As long as you stay off of a track, that's like a no prep King track, not a, not a, uh, unglued, just unraced for two day track. That's going to come around after four pair. 
you know, I really feel like those cars can do really well, really, really well. Um, just my opinion from what I've been doing with these cars. Like I have a 378 on twin 72s, makes about 2,000. Rel makes about 3,000 on kill. And I feel like that, those, that relic now with the setup that I have really works well on small tire again. This year I chased it all, all summer in the beginning after we got back from filming, trying to figure it out. Uh, but I finally got a handle on it and I couldn't believe that I actually was able to get a change that worked to where I could kill all the power like I did down there at Happy's Race. It was, that was a total, a total test for me to put a feather in my cap on that one because I, I, I didn't know that I could really do it and I was able to. So I was pleased to say the last. Well, I'll say that I, I commend your ability to make your car sound like it had a throttle stop because that was pretty cool. That's basically what my life is. How do I create much... a throttle stop within the car so I can basically run this car without kicking rods? Right. You know, you know, first idea was, hey, let's go off the rev limiter. No, it's not going to work. You're going to fuck something up. Second was, like, let's bounce off the smart drop. Now, Shannon Davis ain't going to like that either. I'm not telling you, I bounce off the smart drop all six cylinders or, you know, all eight cylinders for five, six seconds. Not to mention right. the pass, you turned a four second pass or a four second pass was turned into a six or seven second pass. So you're beating your car a lot longer than you would normally be on your car because the, the pass was so, was is extended because of the, how slow it was. Sure. But I mean, I was going to tell people what I did, but my buddies were like, "Ah, don't say anything." And so I haven't. I'm just going to keep them, keep, keep doing the wraps. But um, anybody, anybody that like, I'm sure Joey has an idea what to do. He's probably figuring it out. I mean, there's multiple ways you can do it safely without killing a car. And sure. but you just gotta, you know. And there's tables you can set things up. You just got to be smart about it. And actually, Shannon Davis, his traction control was definitely was a big was a big part of it. I had a wheel speed sensor on entry level and I ended up shutting it off. It actually killed like almost 10 more mile an hour than the relic after the second time I tried it. So I turned it off because it had, it had, it was just allowing too much authority. Even when I was backing it off, it just, it was allowing too much authority. And then it was, it was doing too much timing pool, which I didn't want to do. So I just used it basically for um, data, you know, which I ended up with 14, 14% wheel slip on both cars the whole way, which 6% on my on mine is zero. 6% zero wheel slips and 14. Uh, I had about, you know, 7 8% wheel slip the whole pass. And occasionally you hit a spot where it kind of just wiggle and you either let off or you drive through it. My son let off and hit the brakes against the green 3000 GT or he wouldn't have lost. But he just, you know, he was either that or crashed the car. And or I'd rather him pedal it and lose and get himself hurt or crash the car seeing his birthday was the next day. Well, yeah, so. you don't want to do that. <laughs> and I, I will say that it's, it's, it's pretty sick. You know, the right along the lines of the whole Pinto wagon thing we were talking about earlier. When's the last time you saw a 3000 GT out <laughs> like doing this kind of racing? Like, I, I remember when while. you first said that a couple or days Eclipse. ago. Right? There was Eclipse or talent there too that I raised. Well, yeah, but see, I see some talents and around here we've got, you know, um, the Booster performance, you know, they've got the fastest, talent really in the on the planet as far as i know and so you know we see some fast talons out by here but i haven't seen a 3000 you know mitsubishi in like uh, i six, can't seven even tell years you, eight years at least yeah. and then we drag yeah. racing usually the only time i've seen a drag racing is when they would come out you know <laughs> to the racetrack and blow the trans up on the line yeah we'd have to scoop them up with a broom you know They're back just, in the day when i raced it was busher day busher and sean glazer yeah. from extreme mm -hmm. this is back in like 90s Mm -hmm. They had a badass ass all wheel drive eclipse, and I think they were only running like nines back then. And then Dave went to a glide and wow. rear wheel drive, and he, you know, he turned the motor, 
in that one eclipse. And actually, one of the one of the badass eclipses that was really well known um, is now local here to shop that works on my cars. Uh, Piranha Fabrications, they have it. It's got a uh, make house cars. It's a big 740 cubic inch nitrous four stages or five stages in this eclipse. It's it's a full 6.0 shirt chassis car. Where did, where did he put it? Dude, like... it's amazing. And the car is really, <laughs> really well done. I mean, it's got the most it's the most hideous wrap job you could ever imagine on it. It looks like it looks like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle on the front and like a, ba- a Raider bass boat on the back. It's bad. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, who's uh, who's from, not Musi. What's another really big, well-known nitrous motor? Um, you like Buck? No. <clears throat> What's the other one? The other one, real popular one. Kyle? Mm-hmm. Down south. Anyway, it's Sun- got one of those motors in it. I was um, thinking like Sonny Leonard or something like that, you know? When not I think, Sonny's. When I think uh, big Gene motors. Fulton. Who, Fulton, that's it. Dean Fulton. It's got a Fulton motor in it. 740 cubic inch or seven, I don't know, whatever that big nitrous motor. And I'm like, this is going to kill somebody. This thing is, and it only weighs like 2,500 pounds of driver in it. It's light. But most nitrous cars are really light. You know, but um, anyway, that's the last one I've really seen in person in a while that has ever been impressive. I don't, yeah. I don't pay attention to that import stuff anymore. But when I was IDRC, they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think my camera overheated. Oh. And we lost Chen. He'll be back on a little bit. He'll uh, I'm here. Back to his other camera. Um, well, here I'll play. Uh, I want to shoot a shout out to a couple of our sponsors real quick and we'll come back on here. Um, give me a second. So I told you guys about the uh, chaos and chaos. We talked about that. There is uh, PRI coming up and there is a, that's the card and chaos channel. You got to bear with me and I'll have a label. I'm sorry. And that one. There we go. So PRI is coming up next week. A lot of us are all getting together. Um, and this is going to be a fun event right here. It's going down in Indianapolis. Um, they're having an open house. They're having a practice tree um, cash day type event going on down there. Um, somebody's getting somewhat decent down there. Um, you guys can read all that. You can take a look at it. Um, and some other persons going on. They're going to be in the show next week, so we'll, kind of, we'll talk about it. Um, but something definitely to go check out. After during the show, you know, and we have Chris here with Stripper Glitter. I want to thank him for coming on, and I know he's tired, and we appreciate you on board. And uh, definitely know some good things there going on. And uh, you know, Chris kind of runs the events out in Ohio, um, famous for his flagging out there. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, How was the surface when you went and looked at the track today. Um. It looks actually really good. Um, the you can tell the rubber is definitely starting to uh, fill in a lot now. Um, I didn't go there in June for that race, but I was there in March, and the surface between now and when it was in March is a lot better. Um, it's crazy. So like they've done a bunch of different stuff for this event. Um, Rockingham put up fencing now along the wall where the spectators are on the left side of the track really? to keep everybody out. And they also put a, a, a gate 
uh, in the woods. You're like, you know, the woods there on the right side of the track where everybody was standing. So they put a gate up down there now. So now nobody can go past the, uh, would probably be the 300 foot mark. So, and they added more bleachers. So it's, uh, it's going to be different this year a little bit for yeah. as far as spectators and stuff like that. <clears throat> How far is the fence off the wall? Uh, it's right up against the wall. Gotcha. So, so all media well, will be behind it's the probably fence as well? so like there's a so there's probably I would say I mean it's probably twenty feet off the wall, I would say. Um and that's where like the media and stuff like that's gonna be basically. Gotcha. And that's the only okay. people that's gonna be there. Cool. Okay. But Oh, it looks good. It's 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 probably tomorrow, like when True Street or when Stick Shift and Big Tire goes. Um, it's probably gonna make it really good for Saturday. Yeah. So I figured it'll start getting faster. Oh, absolutely. I I, I anticipate that. I don't know what those guys were running. You know, when we were in there in the summer. Um, it's definitely gonna be faster. I would say. And with yeah. it going to be as nice as it is, other than it's going to suck, you know, when it gets dark, because it's supposed to get like in like the probably the mid to high 40s when it starts yeah. getting dark here. That's probably the only thing that's going to keep the uh, the momentum going. But they already said they said they're going to try to keep the show running. So hopefully, you know, keeps the heat in the track. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the important part when you start getting cold is you can't let, let that track go quiet. Because once the track cools off, then you start getting problems. Except yeah. for Happy Grace, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was the only one. The track was dude up from the word go, right? It was, it was junk from the word go. But I don't think anybody knew what their storyline was going to be like, though. Christ, when they went out right. there for the first pair, and they both, the guy in the left lane, I think the Mustang carried the wheels. Yeah. And, uh, and then it was like, whoop, it was all over from there. <laughs> It's like a hundred like foot race with a five hundred foot rollout. Uh, well, I know they said they're going to make some big changes for next year at the at the Cassius. Richard was asking about that. Um, yeah. So there'll be some good changes going. You can tell us if you'd like to. Happy. Yeah, I know they're going to stretch uh, the shutdown. I think he's going to add like five hundred foot. They are going to grind the whole surface. Um, the plan is to put walls down both sides, and they're going to asphalt or concrete from the track surface to the wall. Uh, they've got a ton of bleachers. They've got a ton more lights. I mean, that place was really unfinished. And I, me and him got hooked up and I said, hey, do you mind if I throw a race? And he's like, no, I mean, it's not finished, but if you want to, go for it. And in 30 <laughs> days, we put that together. So now if I can, I feel like if I can promote through the winter and um, I mean, everybody's talking about it now. So come mm -hmm. spring, I think it'll be huge. Yeah. Well, and, and, yeah. Track fixed. Yep. Yeah. It's it's funny because I think you you know you you can lay claim to being the only person ever to do like a pre-construction drag race. You know, like you can you can buy a house pre-construction, get a bargain on it. You're like, we're gonna do a drag race at the track. It's not built yet. It's not so 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 it's just gonna be a little sketchy. Don't mind the drywall dust on the racetrack. You know, literally. <laughs> the best part is that if you hold the race. In the spring, it's going to be an equalizer again for everybody because there's going to be nobody with data. It's going to be yep. just like us going down to this one. Everybody's going to yep. figure it out first round. Hope they get through our first round. Hope they yep. dodge a bullet or two, and it's going to be the same thing. If if yep. those dudes 
that facilitate that place don't start putting resin down and gold dust and dragging it and shit, and they leave it like they do ground, then we can go down there and figure it all out again. Yeah. It would be, that would be badass. That'd be gangster. That's that's my plan, and I don't think that's been done really either besides the Edgewater deal when they ran from the eighth to the quarter on fresh concrete. But I don't even, I don't want a single burnout done before the uh, the next cash days after they that makes it, it a total tuners game. I'd be badass. I think cars and, will fly on ground well, concrete, but it all depends on how they grind it. Though, if like they diamond cut it and they just make it smooth like it's planed, it's going to be slick still. But if they grind it and groove it, it'll be right. it'll be it'll be good. But then it, it's not going to hold as much rubber if they plan on trying to have, you know, pro mods and RBW cars go down. And it's not going to be as good for them in the long run. But you know, that's just the truth. You're gonna they got to figure out you know where they're going to want to fit themselves as far as you know, I guess demographic of cars or yeah. however you say it or profile he wants cars. to keep it more of an outlaw style track i think he really liked what i did so we're going to try and do a couple next year like i would like to keep the place scraped and keep doing those type events a real yeah, with, no balls, with more safety i think it would be fine with yeah. you know uh not i mean i'm not saying i want to race it like again like it was in a in a tournament style race but I would do I would do it if somebody said right now they want to go down and race there and they want to put enough money up and pay my expense to go down there, I'd get race I'd get <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody's got their price, right? Absolutely. Maybe not the Tesla, but I'd race another small yeah. Tesla. Uh, I'd love to see your car on the Tesla. <laughs> I mean, if we were there, it would be a cool grudge race to have out at the end. That would yeah. have been neat. I would have definitely have done it. I mean it was late, yeah. everybody was trying to get the hell out of there. Look, I almost looking, called looking. you out. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. That'd have been good to end the night that way. I would have loved to we see that actually. That. <laughs> um, looking over at the comments real quick, I see uh, Richard asking about getting the dates out. You know, early. I have a feeling that you're going to start seeing a lot of dates coming out after PRI. I think yeah. there's a lot of people making plans. There's a lot of talk about meetings at PRI. Um, I think it's possible I may actually go. I was talking about not going, but I'd be. And you're getting peer I've been getting peer pressured from people to go, so uh, I think I'm going to go down because uh, it'll be a good time. As long as we call it a night at Tiki Bob's and don't go any further, we'll all be just yeah. fine. Um, so, and I don't know if you guys are watching the comments. John Ryan, Pro Stock John, one of our locals, old friend of mine out here, was curious um, for you guys being that you're out of towners from our neck of the woods, he was curious what kind of no prep race would get you to come out to the Chicago area? Like what would motivate you? Would it be like purse or prestige or boredom or you know what would what would bring you out to something like that? Good competition, good surface like that. Something you know, okay, something nobody else here. has already been down a hundred times. You got a million data passes on where it's more of a open game for everybody. That's what I like when we go somewhere and it's like that. So you basically, vir virgin racetracks. Is yeah, kind of, or is kind of the or, idea. Yeah, something along those lines. Or really scraped or something that just really makes it more of an equalizer. Yeah. I was actually toying around. I was going to keep it a secret, but I can't apparently pull it off, so I'll tell you guys. I came across um, a company in Florida that makes airplane or airport runway maintenance equipment, and it's high-pressure water blasting to remove rubber, rubber from runways. From the skid marks of the planes. Mm -hmm. yep, heard and about that. I was trying to find one that would somebody that would rent it and none of the airports that own them will rent them out and i never got any callbacks in the air the aviation maintenance companies i contacted because they probably thought i was a complete moron which is true um because i told them exactly what i wanted to do and nobody even 
call me back. Mm -hmm. So, but I was just thinking because they, they, they clear, you know, an inch and a half of rubber off of a runway overnight, like edge to edge, front to back. And I was like, you know, how hard can it be for you guys to maybe drive out here and make a couple passes up and down a racetrack and, you know, get this clean because they leave it dry. They vacuum the water up. Like when they're done, planes land on it. So that's still a dream of mine. Met in airport once a month. Yeah. Well, Richard, find out who gets that equipment to them and let me know because that would be fantastic. And I happen to be hosting a race in Indiana next year. So... I ain't saying, I'm just saying, but I've, I've, I'm kind of right there with you in the fact that if you can get the surface, basically as miserable as you, well, yeah, get the lane, get the lane, get the lanes equal and get the surface basically miserable. Um, you know, and, and that way, you know, everybody is starting over. I would, in a perfect world, I would love to do it overnight Friday into Saturday because we have guys testing on Friday night all the time and we've never had a problem with that, but the race itself is off the trailer. So I've always tried to get the facility to scrape the track, you know, either Friday night after we close or Saturday morning. It's kind of hit or miss before, but how cool would it be? I mean, the people in the pits would freak out if they saw a crew of trucks working on the racetrack overnight. Like they'd freak out. I mean, not everybody. I think Joey and Hans would be out there just staring at it and talking to each other quietly. I know you guys. They'd be like, and Hans would get that scrunchy look and be like, yeah, we could do this, you know, and they, they would, they would come out and kill it. But, you know, uh, it's something that puts everybody on a, on a, you know, a neutral playing field. Um, I think it's going to become a more important factor in I trying to too. run an effective race because, and we we're talking about ETs before, you know, how some guys were still real secretive about it. Well, it's a different world than it was 15, 20, 10 years ago. Everybody knows what cars are capable of. Everybody knows the technology. It's widely available. Like you were saying before, you can go buy a Davis box. You know, you can go buy all the electronics in the world. They're all commercially available. Unless, of course, you're waiting on like what is like a highly ECU, I think, is on like international back order or some shit. But everybody can buy the same stuff yeah. and everybody knows what the cars are capable of. It doesn't mean they're going to go that. Yeah. And now it's a matter of, like you said, your car goes 420s. Well, somebody else can build a car to go 420s, but can they go 420s under almost any condition? Yeah, and that's and it. That's, that's really what it comes down to, being able to know your program and know mm -hmm. your setup. But, like, when I seen Boost, uh, Joey's new car, I was like, man, that's a hammy on small tire. That's fucking sick. He's doing something <laughs> that most dudes are not doing with that size cubic inch motor. So I'm building a new yeah. car with a 41X on 294s, and I'm like – Dude, I'm gonna fucking put small tire. That motherfucker's out there running small tire. That's badass. So, I mean, it just it just makes you think like, all right, well, you know what? I'm willing to give it a shot too, just because I see somebody else doing that, and that's and that's that's challenging, which makes it interesting. Um, but you got to know how to use it all. You got to know how to use sure. your you know your manage power manage, and be able to power manage well if you're going to try and power manage the kind of power he's dealing with. You know, he's got a you know five thousand horse. For a five thousand horsepower capable car, um, on on fucking twenty eights. I mean, that's sick, and that's it. So, and I, I got a new goal. That's something I'm gonna do with a new car when no, it gets that's, done. That's not sick. That's called enough. <laughs> it's, it's just enough. But, you know, it's it's, uh, it's interesting because 
it's not seen very often. You don't see very many dudes doing that yet. That's cool shit. And, you know, when I went to that track, I knew that he had a fast car and I knew that Mork had a fast car and they gave the option of running water or prep. And I said to myself, you're going to fucking kick yourself in the ass for letting him run prep because they got data down there on prep and you got no data on the surface. You need to let him be on water so we can figure this out. And if it does become a little bit of an ice skating ring, that you can be at a more of a level feel with them. But then I figured Happy's place is probably going to be quicker than I think. So I probably need this data down here at this temperature and all to chase that paper. <laughs> Look at Happy. <laughs> so Every, he looks like, like a proud dad. Every time that happens, right? he's like, <laughs> yes. So I was thinking maybe I just need to leave the prep and try and chase that 60 foot down here with this shit. And it fucked me down there because they, you know, more beat the shit out of me down there. It was bad. But I had a problem in my car too. It didn't run the full pass on all eight, but it didn't make a difference. He sixty footed me, and I slept. So yeah. the combination of all of it, I was chewed up and spit out. But um, I just I knew going into it, they had data, and I was like, I'm giving them their field. I'm giving them home home field advantage, and I was like, ah. But I figured I needed it for both races to be at a sixty foot, and it kicked me in the butt there. But you know, one way or another, like you, I, I rolled the dice, and and I and I rolled wrong there. So sure. Well, at least you put it back in a trailer on its tires. Yeah. You didn't roll the dice so bad that you had to flip it over with a forklift. So that's always a plus. I was going to actually ask Joey. Um, so there was there was there was somebody that messaged me asking if you were running bigger tires on your car because it looked like your car had more room in it. You guys are going to be dedicated to small tire in that car, or did you build it? Um, did you build to go any way that you know you want to go? No, it's it's only for small tire. Okay, that's what I figured, because you know I can't imagine you doing anything but small tire without literally taking a major gang raid from everybody you know. Because you know, I don't think you'd ever live it down. They would just be like, "Joey went big tire. What the hell?" And the rainbows would come flying, and Vito would come streaking across. I mean, it would just oh boy, it'd, it'd be a mess. It'd, it'd be a mess. But uh, it's yeah, that car's gonna yeah, be a handful. Hey, I didn't. I didn't out. say anything that I didn't say anything wrong by. I didn't disclose anything, did I, Joey? I didn't mean to if I did, because I don't know you all too well, and I didn't mean to put anything out there if I did. No. <laughs> oh, oh, no, you're good. Hey, we, we don't have anything. Everybody really... knows he's badass, so. <laughs> Hello? Oh, yeah, you're there. You, yeah, yeah, you broke up a little bit. Yeah. Hey, he's frozen for a second. He's frozen. We're just yeah. looking at his forehead. Uh, there you go. It was starting to move. I'm frozen. Yeah, you're frozen there you a little go. bit. All right. Yeah, it's internet connection there. Well, here, where we uh, wait for him to get figured yeah, out here. Dropped. I'll play. I, I'm curious to play two different video clips from two different tracks that we filmed, and you know, it was a comparison actually. So I'm gonna play a little bit from the War in the Woods because you know that's a that was a fun sketchy event a little bit there that was kind of similar to the yeah, but outcome. Where's, where's uh, Jeff's gone? I hope he's in the comments. I know he yeah, was talking he, about he is, it. He's, he's always back. Comments, so I, I'll okay. play it here. So let me play this little intro on this one.
So there's a, a I didn't think that event could ever be topped after seeing all that. You I was going to say, do you remember when everybody said that War in the Woods was the sketchiest shit they'd ever seen in their life? <laughs> and meanwhile, Happy's like, hold my beer, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he saved it for the last of the year. Oh, my God. It's good times. Oh, yeah. So let me play the, the. Where's that at, War in the Woods? Indiana, Brown County. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> Just I've seen, I've seen game, videos <laughs> Yeah, it's on it's on Highway 102 down in Indiana. It's not actually a drag strip. It's just a road. It's a holler. <laughs> it's a holler. <laughs> it's a fucking holler. I, there's no way I can explain it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's fun uh, riding the uh, dirt road with the truck and trailers kind of get down into the pits down there. Is that, is that is that it's, is that becoming a tradition? Like you have to have the like to have a sketchy race, you have to have a sketchy road to get oh, your yeah. RV in there because that seems yeah. to be the, the thing now. Happy took the cake there. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> oh god! I just why well, do I'm gonna play the the short clip to everybody show what for the new people that are on now and, and play the highlight clip I played earlier in the show. So yeah, we can get a kind of comparison a little bit. Hey, uh, real quick, I got a text from Joey. He said his shit was breaking up, but he's going to head to bed. But he wanted to thank us for having him on. And he said to tell Rankin good job at Happy's Deal. So there you go. Yeah, appreciate it, brother. Yeah, I was kind of figuring he was going to be bailing out because he was having problems with signal. He kept freezing and all kinds of other shit. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. You know, looking at a back-to-back War of the Woods versus Kentucky Cash Days, I... Both are brutal. It's hard to say which one would be considered sketchier. I would say from a danger standpoint, I think Woods at War in the Woods is more dangerous because it allowed for more speed. You know, and obviously we all know speed don't kill. It's that sudden stop that'll get you. So, you know, you may have banged a bunch of stuff up at Happy's Race, but the guys are going 26 miles an hour like they're, you know, fucking Ricky Bobby trying to get his groove back. It's, they're not really going to beat anything up too bad. So, like, oh, I, yeah, I broke a headlight. All right, let's go. You know, that sort of thing. So, um, I mean, obviously, I don't know that we want to push the envelope any further like we we're talking about right. earlier. I think we've probably found the maximum sketchy, like, you know, it's it shall not be topped. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. I'd have to say it. that it's going to be a tough one for anybody to beat yeah. across the nation. Like, well, I'm telling you, I'm 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 dead serious about this Walmart race, bro. 
We're going to race on Armstrong floor tile. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> going to be ripping off like, like we're, I'm going to have a, a linoleum drag race. I'm just going to put the, the old linoleum floor down the track, and we're just going to see who can do it. Guys will be coming out with like spikes in the tires. And oh, man. It'd be a mess. Yeah. Chris is asking for jet cars at Happy's next event. For intermission, at least. Oh, shit. <laughs> they don't need traction for that. I think the next one will surprise people. There will be some cars running good. There will be some cars yeah. come off the trailer and go 5015s. I guarantee it. And let me It'll ask you guys. Right a, let me ask you guys a question, all of you. Um, obviously, you know, we have all been around a while. And, you know, if, if you would have, if somebody would have told you 15, 20 years ago <laughs> that we would have cars running on essentially streets going mid fours like would you believe Hell them no. <laughs> like, Hell no. it was inconceivable i remember when we first got guys dipping into the fours at cots you know many many years ago now and we were like holy shit these guys are fast like, they were stupid fast you know, that J road shot yeah everybody elite in the street outlaw game from the four or five that was there yeah and it shocked everybody in my group Mm-hmm. Um, nobody ever thought a road would be so fast. Yeah, well, and they went and dug it up like a bunch of dicks. But Dude. the good news is we got a brand new road. We just got to get working on it. They were saying it's different <laughs> setup now or something? Like it's uh, I don't know. Quiet about I'd that. Have, be quiet about that. <laughs> I'd have to ask Juice, and he's kind of the authority down there. He does a lot of stuff, him and Kelly. Um, I would be, you know, one of the things I thought was cool about Jay road is depending on the angle of the shot when you saw pictures from it, is you could see Route 66 in the distance. Because it's really, it was not that far away from, actually, you know what, hold on, get my roads confused. Um, God, what was the name of the road? They used a road literally next to 66 for one of the filmings. But you could see it in the background. Now I can't remember the name for the life of me. It was like Devin, uh, whatever, I'm going to forget it now. But um, I'm getting my roads confused. If they went 430s on an asphalt road or 420s before then, I would have called bullshit. That was before, you know, that was this year. I would have called bullshit this year. I never would have thought that... You know, on asphalt, you know, concrete, yeah, but asphalt, I would have never, I'm like, nah. No, that's flying. It was amazing. That road's amazing. Well, that road was amazing. I guess, honestly, every fucking road you guys got up that way is amazing. Because I went testing on some other roads, and every (laughs) other fucking road I went to, I went 490 off the trailer there. Them fucking roads up there are sick, dude. Some of them didn't have any rubber down. The roads were, I mean, we went out to our next ones. But the roads were incredible. Well, and we went through a big dry spell up here, like, 15 years where it was very difficult to get a serious straight race even done. You know, there was, it was, it was just tough and it's coming around. And now, you know, some of the guys are pulling permits and bringing cameras out and making a show out of it. Hey, whatever. If the town will let you do it, if, you know, if the town can be bought for the right amount of money, fucking let it rip, you know, have a good time. Everybody wants the revenue. So yeah, I'm not saying it's about the money, but kind of about the money so you guys are all local so, in, that, in illinois um, you guys are all local what's in that, that area you guys are all local in that illinois corridor yeah chicago. yeah i'm, I'm yeah okay. i'm northwest illinois i'm a little northwest of chicago okay so you know pretty much wisconsin has been my stomping ground track wise i've done some stuff in indiana over the years and uh, i'll be doing races in indiana uh, at least in june september <laughs> You know, I've got I've got an uh, informal commitment from another track, but until it's, you know, written in blood, I really can't talk about it. 
I gotcha. Because I don't want I don't want to talk about it. Then you change your mind. I look like a dick. I I do a pretty good job making myself look like a dick anyway. So well, uh, I don't need any help. I hear. I need that sound. I got texting emails to go to bed. If you mind, uh, Brian, I can thank some sponsors and uh, absolutely go ahead. I appreciate you guys obviously allowing us to be on here. So of course I want to thank Comp Turbos, man. They've been a great company to deal with. People don't probably know a lot about those turbos and or don't know enough about them. We use a grease turbo and oilless turbo on our cars, and they've been they're badass. They really work well. Um, of course, Shannon Davis, the Davis Traction Control, we couldn't do without him, man. He gets it done, and everything about his product really works really well. Sheer Fab, uh, precise racing for our tires, build specialties, huge performance. Prana Fab, HFR Fab, quick performance. Rogers uh, Automotive, the transmission, Blue Collar Brew, Rocket Glue, Isky Racing Cams, Pack Racing, Fragola Racing Performance Fittings, uh, Race Whip, Isky Racing, Pro Torque, Maven Performance, um, Rife Sensors, Box Performance, I think it's up by you guys, actually, Corey Box, and um, uh, RDP Store, RDP Motorsports. Um, appreciate you guys, man, uh, and um, appreciate you guys allowing us to be on here tonight. We're glad we got the win down there, and... Hopefully we can bring in some more W's before the season's out. DOD's not going to be one of them, unfortunately, but, I mean, it is what it is. We'll catch the next one. Yeah. Are we going to see you down south throughout west at all the, in the winter months? I mean, all I can say is if you guys see good events that are coming up, man, send them my way. we do got, we got a sick-ass truck we're building right now. That's my son's truck. It's a 49 Ford F1, um, 25-2 chassis. It is a full chassis truck. Unfortunately, we didn't make it a company that – Stock frame round, stock small tire bullshit rules, but it uh it's gonna be sick. It's a clone of the relic, basically right. set up 100, percent but it's gonna be about 500 pounds lighter, and it's got some other cool stuff going on with it. Um, so we're gonna get that thing out. We'd like to be out testing that for spring break for the spring break. So we'd love to go somewhere here. So we done the next month and a half or so, and then I bought a Vega for my boy, my oldest. So we're gonna get that thing going here next month. So we want to run somewhere. Um, we're gonna have to acquire another fucking trailer. Tell you that. I'll, I'll, I'll message you. I'll talk to you. Yeah, man. Send me something if you got something coming up or you see yeah, something you. great. We'd love to come out that way. All right, All right guys. Y'all have a good one. Yeah. Take care. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah I think it's about time. See you, man. Yeah, right. good, yeah, good luck, Hunter. Chris Lane at uh, DOD. Have a good time. Thanks, sir. We'll we'll see you soon. See you happy. I'll see you at PRI. Happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll see you at PRI. Oh, you drank. Oh. Gotcha. So much, so much alcohol. <laughs> Uber we'll is the way once you get to Indy. Or I don't know, I don't know when the last time you guys with the PRI, but the new thing now is those little electric scooters. I got everybody one, rents. Yeah. A, no, but they have rentals downtown. Oh, <laughs> like point out rentals. Yeah, so and you basically just a, swipe your card. And, you know, you just the people just leave them everywhere and just basically like drunk bar hopping on so blue bright blue scooters. As long as you don't get DUIs on them, we'll be good to go. I don't think you can. <laughs> or something it's electric yeah right we do a scooter cash days in downtown that would be so it'd be like i scooters are all running the same shit you know up a little bit i think i'll do that you got guys like shoving nine volts in the scooter like come on electronics business so hey i fix electronics that's a good point a little bit he's just found he's like going to be like the razor god over there you know <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I'll see you. See you right, thanks, I'll thanks, see you guys later. Yeah, we should probably wrap this up because it's getting to be nine thirty. Yeah, and uh, I know I I personally got to be out the door at two in the morning. So, wow. I preach Chris and uh, happy and and Mr. Tesla Allen down there. Drive safe, and Take I appreciate care. you Good guys. You I appreciate right, you guys uh, being here. See y'all. Um, 
and uh, I hope to see you guys at PRI next weekend. Yep, sure. I'll be there. We'll have a good time. Yep. yep. All right. So we'll uh, we'll talk, everybody. Thanks, everybody, being on and watching the show. We appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll let you know if we're going to do Tuesday or Thursday next week. Uh, if we go live at PRI, or if we're going to just be uh, doing something before the event. So we'll, we'll have a discussion. Let everybody know about that. So uh, sure. yeah, because Thursday is stuff going. It's net plus stuff going on every night. But anyways, good to see you. Happy. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll talk. You too. We'll talk quite a bit soon. So, oh, yeah. you guys take care. Alan, drive safe down there. Dig or die. Look forward to hearing some uh, good stuff happening down there. We got uh, lots of guys covering the event down there. Uh, Pennywise will have a live feed down there. Um, so, we got a bunch of others that have been great helping out with our channel and giving coverage down there. So, KW Photography, she'll have some great photos. Dylan's going to have some great photos. And, um, just look forward to a good time. Thank everybody who's uh, supporting us. So we're very thankful for all you guys. And uh, have a good night. Drive safe. Get sleep. Enjoy life. Mm -hmm. So we'll catch you guys later. All right. It's been an experience this last week. So hey. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, what the will record, they come up I'll with next? You. That's the question. Somebody will take your words about the Walmart floor. <laughs> I guarantee somebody's going to try it. <laughs> My wheels are already spinning. I say, there we go. You See. are welcome. <laughs> hey, I say we get the scooters out on the Walmart floor. Hey. No. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> that be an experience? Everybody slip slide down the uh, on the scooters going down. <laughs> they all die. Ice, ice drags pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, all right, so. See you guys. All right, take all right, care, Thanks, guys. Happy. Chris, Alan, see you guys. Yep, see, see you. Later. Take care, guys. Oh man, let me get a.